Let's do this. Three, two, one. Hello, everyone. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Film Optics News Feed, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we discuss film, TV, and everything pop, pop, wow, pop culture related. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by my co-host and my friend, Devin. How are you doing today, man? Got a nice rock and roll intro. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all right. You know, you kind of get the, you know, it's, but okay, this isn't like foreclosure. This is not like our actual new intro. It's just that we have a new intro coming on the way, but this is like a, uh, a fill-in. Placeholder. Yeah, well, a ni- nice, n- nice little placeholder there. So, I mean, it is what it is, but hey, we're, uh, we're here. We're, we're rocking. <laughs> we are rocking. But before we begin today's news, we've got a lot of stuff on the news feed today. Like a lot, a lot of news came out this week. And we're just going to have to d- dig into it. But before we begin, you can listen to this podcast on platforms around the internet and make sure to uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X for all of our latest announcements. So. Man, oh man, Devin, where to begin? Should we just start? I mean, we're going to start with the comic book news first. So I feel, yeah, feel like this the, the Feige train going here. Yeah, the Feige news. You, you want you want to start us off really quick? I guess, there's a lot to get through, so but I feel like we can Feige do it. Screen. Huh? There's so much Feige on my screen. <laughs> there really is. There's a lot, but we, yeah, we're going to get try to get through all this um, as efficiently as possible. You know, we don't want to go super fast, but you know, we'll cover it. As we go on, um, you want to take uh, the first one here? Yeah, this one has been rumored for a while now. I don't know if we'll, we'll be getting any concrete news anytime soon, but rumor has it that Disney is considering a dual release for Black Widow in theaters and on Disney Plus for a premium price. <gasps> oh, my God. Really? Much more than Mulan. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think this is the right move. I mean, I, I've been a big, big advocate for the whole HBO Max store release type thing uh, myself. I do understand, like, the, and don't get me wrong for anyone out there listening. Of course, there's a lot of these films that I would love to um, watch in the theaters. But as of right now, you know, just because it's 2021 doesn't necessarily mean, you know, the vaccine just magically disappears we got to take steps there there's there's a vaccine out there but um you know with covid going on not everyone has their jobs back which means a lot of people don't have health insurance so they probably won't be able to get it and not a lot of people are going to be rushing to the stands to necessarily um get this vaccine in time but um i digress going back to the whole black widow thing do you think this is the right move or do you think they should just release in theaters be done with it may 7th i think that's what's supposed to come well, out may, may 7th that's almost five months from now that's that's a pretty good amount of time i think they should at least wait out a few more months yeah it's just before i feel like what's up before they make a decision before they rush a decision like hbo oh did. my gosh yes yes it was a terrible decision we we all know this i i totally understand but you see, a lot of people said this last year, like, oh, you know, the virus came around, um, was it early February, March, and everyone's like, oh, you know, by the end of the year, it'll definitely be better. And literally, it just got worse. 
not saying this is going to get even more worse, but I definitely think, I think we're not going to have a, have this under control until 2022. Personally, I do not think we're going to see any real improvement until 2022, at least vaccine wise, hopefully. But that's just, you know, me guessing out my ass because there's a lot of people in America who just don't want to wear masks. And one of my friends had it and she had, she was asymptomatic and um, gave it to her. It's essentially her entire family. Cause she went home for Christmas. Didn't even know. And then she started showing the symptoms like two weeks later and she couldn't stress enough, especially people here in Tennessee in the state of Tennessee to wear your freaking mask. It's not hard. It's really not, but I don't know. I, I mean, okay. So, but the real question is, will you, would you spend 30 bucks to watch Black Widow at home? Yes. We splitting it? If, if COVID was still bad. Right. Uh, obviously, if COVID's still bad, yes. Um, I mean, we did see Tenet when COVID was bad. We did. So. Just for, for the record, needs to show. Huh? It's a possibility we could maybe go to the theater. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, if it's out, I'm going to suit up, get my hazmat on, and just kind of go from there. But anyway, yeah, uh, Disney premium price is probably going to be 30 bucks. Um, you know, if things aren't better by then, I'm sure we'll be, you know, splitting down the middle, watching uh, Black Widow at home. <laughs> Felt like we should have seen this a long time ago, but whatever. Um, yeah, so let's jump right into more Kevin Feige news. So we're kind of Feige train. Yeah, <laughs> uh, our our Lord and Savior Kevin Feige has uh, blessed us with a lot of uh, <laughs> information uh, here. But uh, we're going to try to kind of combine things together. Um, but the first thing that we kind of noted was that uh, Kevin Feige confirmed the number of episodes and lengths for the Marvel MCU series. Uh, this does come from Collider. He had a bit of a uh, video um, interview with one of their uh, associates over there. But he said, you know, they're, they're looking at things a little bit differently. They're looking at developing either uh, six-hour episodes or nine, ten-and-a-half-hour uh, episodes. For instance, WandaVision and the way that Falcon Winter Soldier is set up, they're around 30 minutes. Uh, because streaming, you know, Disney and the rules, everything is kind of blurred over the lines. Some can be 23 minutes. Um, and he said, but She-Hulk, things of that nature... Um, could be a little bit longer. Uh, some could be much longer. So it kind of just depends. But he also mentioned that like Moon Knight, uh, Miss Marvel, and the What If series will fall into like the six forty to 50, fifty minute episode category. So it's like if you want less episodes, I mean, if you want longer episodes, you're gonna get less of them. But it kind of all evens out. What do you think? I just like having it all planned out and mapped out like this so we know what to expect. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad we know what to expect because it's I know a lot of people were kind of disappointed that some episodes of The Mandalorian were 30 minutes. And I know we've been very conditioned within, especially for for decades now that you know, especially with like HBO so, shows, we know they're going to be at least 40 to like 50 minute mark like TV shows and especially with game of Thrones, you know, that changing the entire landscape of how we watch TV. We, you know, we get these big budget TV series episodes 
And I think we're just very conditioned to the longer episodes. Uh, even with, um, I think, Umbrella Academy and, um, what was it, Doom Patrol as well. Those are a little bit long. Those are longer in length. So I think people are just expecting more. But I, I really, I'm really glad that they uh, decided to go this route. But, all right, on next. More, more Kevin. <laughs> he has confirmed that there will not be a CGI Chadwick Boseman for Black Panther 2. And they, they will instead be exploring the different subcultures and mythologies of Wakanda. Good news. You don't you don't need you don't need CGI version. He was he was too good on his <laughs> own. You don't need to make him a weird CGI yeah. person. Yeah, I, I I totally I totally totally agree. That, that would be really weird. We we don't need to see a uh, a second um, Will Smith esque character walking oh, around on screen or. Um, Carrie Fisher as well. We, we, we don't need that. I mean, I get it. You know, it's hard to replace them, but you just have to move on. You know, we're not um, in the same, you know, headspace as we were last year, a few months ago with uh, black Panther two. And it's just unforeseen things happen. It really sucks, but it is what it is. Any Hooser, uh, next up on the uh, Kevin Feige train, he kind of talks about the uh, introducing the X-Men. He said it's been uh, a long going, um, a long and ongoing and uh, like internally of how to introduce them. And because obviously for, for people who don't know, uh, back in like the early, I think it was like late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, Marvel studio, Marvel essentially almost went bankrupt and they had to sell a bunch of their properties. Um, this includes uh, them selling X-Men to Fox, X-Men, uh, Fox had X-Men for a while. And then Disney bought back Fox, you know, after the whole MCU thing. And now they have X-Men back again. That's kind of just like a super oversimplification of what happened um, as well with other um, franchise uh, film franchises. But it's very, uh, I, I can only imagine it's very difficult to kind of, you know, bring these people in because I'm sure, the, the, you know, he said that there, there hasn't been any talks of any casting yet um, or what have you. So they're, they're taking their time with it, which I really appreciate. They're not just diving headfirst because you know for a fact that this is DC and if they got one of their film franchises back, they'd be throwing them in so fast. Because they're very reactionary, and Marvel likes to plan out their their schedule. So. They would have had like the entire mutant race in Wonder Woman eight, 1984. <laughs> I was listening to the uh, Nerd Soup podcast, and they were saying <laughs> DC would have been like um, uh, Deadpool versus uh, the X-Men <laughs> featuring Fantastic Four all in one go, just trying to introduce everyone yeah, at once. All at once. <laughs> all their mom's names are Martha. Why did you say that name? <laughs> I will never get over that line. It's cheesy as it is. It is so freaking funny. It's awful. It it is awful. But I I love to use it as like a great meme, of course. But uh, so this kind of brings us to our our headline, I guess, of our entire podcast episode today, our news feed. Uh, Devin, what you you want to take the honors here? Feige, the big F confirms. Deadpool 3 will be a part of the MCU, check, and will still be rated R, check. Check. Perfect. Perfect. Ryan Reynolds is overseeing the whole thing. I hope I, I hope it's just as great as, you know, 
the Fox Deadpool movies because this really and I was, I was telling talking to Devin about this. Um, I think it was a few days ago. I'm really glad that Disney is starting to um, realize that hey, PG 13 content is only going to get you so far. Um, they're, they're kind of like the the Nintendo of the film world um, in a way. Actually, yeah, I, I think that's a nice, pretty good comparison between uh, Mickey Mouse and the old uh, Japanese Mickey Pikachu. And of course, uh, Mario, but, <laughs> um, yeah, cause with Nintendo, a lot of their games are, you know, they're, they're great for kids, but the differences with the gaming, you know, there, there are other aspects we can kind of explore. It's not just, you know, everyone, everyone loves Disney so much and they love these franchises and this really paves the way for, well, I mean, we're, we're assuming that blade is also going to be rated R. Like it, it just has to. And even with their uh, investors day that they had, they kind of uh, hinted that a lot of their Fox shows or star shows are going to be showing up on Disney plus, which is more rated, more mature content, which I'm just really happy that they're doing this. You know, I, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, Disney has always been like PG 13, but you, you definitely need an adult section for your boy. <laughs> for your, your boy. Uh, what's up? For your boys. For your boys. For for the fans. For the boys. For the boys. For Dubois. All that good stuff. Um moving on the Kevin Feige train here. Almost done. I'm almost like halfway, but uh he also uh he confirms that some of the Spider Man three um rumors are real and some are fake. He doesn't obviously tackle on which ones. But I yeah, thought this not saying much. It's not, but it's just like it just feels like everyone under the sun. That is so many people in one movie. It just it felt way too cluttered. And of course, everyone was freaking out um, during the interview because in the video he he was asked about Daredevil specifically, and he just kind of froze <laughs> like a robot. He didn't know what to say. So well, he, he, he shook his head. He shook his head. Man three. He shook. He shook his head about Daredevil. <laughs> Did you see that? Because he took that long pause and he was just like, yep. I was like, okay, Kevin Feige. He's, he's looking rough with that beard over there. I'm not going to lie, but. Not yeah. a great poker face. No, <laughs> I guess that's what quarantine does to you. Yeah. But um, just to also kind of combine this next one uh, really quick. He kind of also, uh, Kevin also uh, squashes the rumors of uh, him saying that he will not help Lucas film with a, the uh, Star Wars movie he's involved in. He's um he's only involved producer wise. You know, he's not gonna be hands on, hands on. Um the rumor was, you know, going the other way and it's somehow he was it was said that he was working with John Favreau, Dave Filoni, um, on the upcoming Star Wars series or his his movie as well and I thought that was kind of weird. <laughs> he literally says, not at all. <laughs> this also comes yeah, from Collider. He's got his hands full, so I'm not surprised. Yeah. Like, he, he's he's doing great that's things. That, that the MCU has the next five years planned out. Yeah. So he's got a lot to work on. Yeah, for sure. It's that. <laughs> I love it how he's just like, not at all. <laughs> like, absolutely not. It's just not a thing that's happening. But <laughs> let's just move on here. Uh, you want to take uh, this next one here, and we'll kind of just time to, time to enter the rumor mill here. Yeah. We got some more rumors. 
It says, remember that Doctor Doom is going to make his MCU debut in Black Panther 2. Hmm, that'd be interesting. This I'm, I'm intrigued. I mean, obviously, you would you would hope that he would be more of a Fantastic Four introduction, but I could definitely see a post credit scene with with Doom appearing. I wonder how that would work. You know what I mean? Like, how would... I mean, it's it's interesting for sure. I'm sure they've done mix and matches before. Um, it's I mean, we have yet to see Black Panther too, so we don't even know who the main protagonist is, who the antagonist is, what the story is. But I mean, I'm down for anything. Like, I I think it's really cool that they are kind of mix match matching the. Maybe he's you know going to Wakanda for vibranium. You know the, the metal suit that he wears. That maybe he wants to do a nice little upgrade or. Uh, something of that nature but um i guess in the comic doom war in 2010 there was a storyline where dr doom doom uh was trying to overthrow the uh royal family in wakanda so they could be adapting that story as well so that's 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 pretty sweet pretty cool good stuff here's here's the comes the big news for today that no one was expecting i wasn't expecting this at all dude it's it's some weird stuff but it looks like uh Good old Captain America eyes a return to the MCU as Chris Evans nears uh, to uh, deal to reprise his role for a future Marvel project. And I saw a lot of people online saying that, oh, maybe it'll be like a multiverse thing and he'll be uh, Johnny Storm again <laughs> from uh, Fantastic Four. So maybe, maybe not. Uh, what do you think? I have no idea what they're going to do because... His story ended in Endgame pretty well. Did it, though? No, I think I did see an idea that he could do a Disney Plus series where he's returning the Infinity Stones every episode. There's a different one. That'd be cool. Yeah. But but I, I, you can't really do something in the present or future. It would have to be something in the past or else Endgame is just kind of less important. Yeah, I mean, I guess because I mean, isn't Tony Stark going to be in Black Widow and that happened? Well, I guess chronologically he he would be alive during that time. So yeah, it makes sense because it's like the mid two thousands or something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just a uh, a uh, cut out version or cut out scene from um, I think it's uh, Civil War. Last time I checked, that was like a, almost a year ago. So. Well, Dwayne, until we see a Black Widow. But I, I feel like a lot of other people online were kind of, I feel like they were more welcome to the idea of Captain America coming back instead of Tony Stark. Um, technically speaking, because he is, I'm assuming, still alive. But we'll just have to kind of keep our ears to the ground on that one. Really how they're going to have to figure it out. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so this, I guess we we have like one last story from the Kevin Feige news, and then it's on to bigger and better things. But you want to close this out with this? It kind of, you know, he talks about Jessica Jones, but he also talks about the other yeah, series. Yeah, he, he well. kind of mentioned overall, just in general, that all of the Netflix MCU characters are on the table as far as being used in the future. And then, of course, there's a rumor that Jessica Jones might appear in She-Hulk, hmm. which would make some sense, but... I don't know. I've, I never watched any of the shows, so I don't really have any attachment to those characters. Oh, but you never I seen Daredevil? I watched the first couple episodes, but didn't get into it. 
I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to... I watched, I think, half of the first season. I really liked it, and then I got sidetracked with something else. I think I was watching, like, My Hero Academia or something. I can't really remember. But yeah, I tend to do that a lot. Like, I'll start a show. I'm like, oh, this is really good. And then something else will start, like, come up. I'm like, oh, man, I can't wait to watch this. So I kind of, like, go back and forth. But I just need to discipline myself when it comes to a lot of that stuff. But, um, yeah, that pretty much does it for all the... Um, the Kevin Feige news that we've uh, received today. There, there was just, there's a few other small things out there, but um, I think we we pretty much covered all the big stuff. But um, Umbrella Academy season three unveils the cast for the Sparrow Academy. If you've caught up, if you're caught up in Umbrella Academy, you know exactly what we're talking about. And we got some we we, we got some heavy hitters here. I'm I'm very very excited. It, it is oof. We, we we got some people including uh Justin Cornwell, uh Bertine Oldford, uh Jake Espin, uh Guinness Rodriguez, uh Cassie David, um, as well as newcom uh will all be new uh comers to the um season three of Umbrella Academy. And while men will return while he'll return his bed. So that's pretty cool. Hype. Hopefully it's not the last season. I hope not. It, it took it took him a while to kind of you know say, "Oh, we're gonna do season three. We don't know," and then they finally, finally did. So I'm very, very excited about that. <coughs> finally announced it. Now we're getting some nice little casting news. Um, we don't know when it's going to you know take place or when they're going to start filming, but that's going to be something we're both looking forward to because we we really do enjoy that show. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I'll just take this last bit here. So next up here, we have Wonder Woman 1984. Um, actually, I actually read earlier that the, um, Warner Brothers, uh, put in nomination for best picture. It's, it's a weird choice, but a lot of, I mean, a lot of popular movies do that. It's just, I felt like that was kind of weird with Wonder Woman. Um, I, I would not, I've put it in for like soundtrack or score score for sure, but not best picture. But that's just me. Anyway, uh, Wonder Woman 1984 and Zack Snyder's Justice League will reportedly have 4K Blu-ray Ultra, um, or 4K Blu-ray, Blu-ray releases later this year. Um, it kind of came to a, a, like a no-brainer, at least for me. Like, I don't know why they wouldn't, number one, put Wonder Woman on 4K later this year because typically, what is it? Okay, so if a movie comes out, let's say May, and like about three to four months later, you, you would see that home release. Uh, for Justice League, I would assume that it would come out on physical. Because I know there's a lot of people out there who probably want to get rid of their old Blu-ray and replace it with Zack Snyder's. Uh, I know you want to. I do. I really do. But here's, here's the difference between me and a lot of other Zack Snyder fans out there. I only paid 10 bucks for it. I never saw it in theaters. I knew it wasn't all that great. I was willing to pay $10 for it. A lot of these other people out here... They paid at least twenty five to thirty bucks. No, yeah, around thirty bucks for the four K version at least, if they have a four K player. If not, they say around maybe the twenty five thirty dollar range. But that's the main difference. I'm definitely gonna get it because I'm a comic book show. I'm gonna buy anything comic book related because that's like one of my favorite genres of film. But that's just how it is. Anyway, let's go on to the new normal. We did it, Devin. We got through all the. The, uh, the Kevin Feige news. Uh, that, was, that was a lot, honestly. I just wanted to give us a nice little round of applause there. 
But uh, you want to uh, start us off? I know we got a little bit of depressing news here. It's uh, 2020 all over again. Yeah. <sighs> Hollywood repairs to delay another slew of blockbusters, including 007 was the main one that was announced. <laughs> that movie is forever cursed. I swear. <laughs> it, it just is. Were you looking forward to it? I've never seen a James Bond movie, but I was looking forward to it just because. I think I saw Skyfall when it first came out. I can't really remember. Mm, yeah, I want to say that I did, but yeah, it's it's you know it's Hollywood. It's it like you said, it's twenty twenty all over again. And honestly, I I saw this coming. Uh, <laughs> James Bond, the the top three movies, or well, as well as others, with like A Quiet Place Part Two and like The French Dispatch. Um, Morbius even got pushed back again. Um, so I'm just saying maybe this whole, uh, um, I don't, I, the HBO maxing is great. I, I understand they, they screwed the pooch with, you know, the way that they handled it. But I mean, we got black widow supposed to come out May 7th. We have Godzilla versus Kong supposed to come out May 21st. Marvel <laughs> Ryan Reynolds free guy <laughs> is supposed to hit. May 21st as well. Um, we also have Disney's Cruella DeVille with Emma Stone. It's supposed to hit May 28th. And then um, <laughs> Universal's Fast 9, because everyone's waiting to see that one, is also coming on the 28th. There's a lot of other, I mean, there's a lot of other movies out there as well. Uh, you know, with uh, Quiet Place Part 2, apparently... It's supposed to be April 23rd. We'll see. But this this is all, you know, the King's Man, any movie we haven't seen, you know, you name it. But, like, Seth Rogen's American Pickle went straight to HBO Max. Uh, same thing with Kristen Stewart's uh, rom-com, The Happiest Season. So, I, I mean, I, I enjoyed both. I really enjoyed Happiest Seasons, and that was – one of the most watched movies. I think the most watched film last year on Hulu was Run. And, I mean, we we liked it. And I'm, apparently a lot of other people liked it because they got some really good reviews. So, there's that. That's that. Anyway, on to the next one. Hit it, Devin. <laughs> Netflix pumping out the content, like always. Oh, my God. They're planning... I think it was 71 movies this year or something. So at least one movie every week. That is, that is too much. That's too much. That's what they always do, though. It's always just throw it to the wall and see what sticks. I mean, it's it's a great... It's great, but... <laughs> oh, my God. I just... Because we, we saw that little sneak peek video, all these celebrities. <laughs> I was like, oh, we're best friends, and... I'm that like, video was awful. <laughs> but then the other video with the like mini trailers, that was okay. Yes. I saw someone uh, tweeted. They're like, is this <laughs> imagine? That's what it felt like. <laughs> is this imagine the movie featuring uh, uh, Gal Gadot? I, I, I respect everything that she was trying to do with that. 100%. People just didn't take it well because, you know, they're saying, Hey, you know, we're all going through tough times. And it's like, well, some of us are, um, but not you, <laughs> because your money situation, you, you're you're set. Like I, I've, especially Al Cadell, she got a nice chunk of change 
from uh, that HBO Max deal with uh, Wonder Woman 1984. So she, 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 she's uh, sitting pretty with the, uh, the rest of them up there. So I'm not saying that they don't have their own issues because everyone has their own problems. But money is not one of them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so moving on here, we have um, Godzilla versus Kong. Wonder Brothers and Legendary are nearing a deal um, over the uh, film's release. Um, as we talked about earlier, Warner Brothers kind of jumped the gun and said all their movies are going to be running on HBO Max for the first 31 days simultaneously with the theater release. And uh, Godzilla vs. Kong uh, Legendary was not very happy about that. So it looks like they're kind of you know reaching an agreement, which I'm sure that they were going to. A lot of people thought that they were getting cold feet because, you know, Dune... They're kind of thinking about releasing that only in theaters. Like, yes, it is later in the year, but it's like, we really don't know what's going on. I feel like their contingency plan, it was coming from a good place, but they kind of just jumped the gun. Wait, this movie's going to suck on HBO Max. I mean, of all the movies out there that requires a theater, this might be at the top. I, I, I think Dune's more at the top for sure. For, for me, at least. I mean, you like, can't watch Godzilla on a normal size screen without loud giant speakers. I have loud giant speakers. Worse. I have a soundbar. It's a good one. You know it's not the same. <laughs> hey, I can close my eyes and imagine. Imagine there's no heaven. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be weird. I, I will say, though, I'm really glad that we watched um, <laughs> Wonder Woman at home. <laughs> not even joking. Because, um, wow. Uh, you want to take this last bit of uh, news here before we uh, get into some gaming stuff. Andy Samberg, Andy Ciara, Noah Hawley, and Ben Stiller are teaming up for an untitled sci-fi project with Apple. Love Andy Samberg, so it's it's great news. Let me some uh, Ben Palm Springs too. What's up? Palm Springs too. Oh, I see what you're saying there. That'd be pretty cool. I like that a lot. Uh, I mean, I, I would say Palm Springs was had those sci-fi, uh, you know, enabled those aspects there. Yeah, sci-fi rom-com. Yeah, we'll just have to wait and see, man. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm excited. I'm excited that Apple is actually getting more films. Yeah, they got Cherry, and we got that trailer today. Finally, did you watch it? Yeah, it looked decent. I, I saw it. I still gotta watch it, <laughs> but I'm sure I will soon. Um, but yeah, that pretty much covers all of our new normal, our, our general news that we uh, kind of cover here on the, uh, the old, uh, podcast. Anyway, let's, uh, get into some gaming news. Oh, no. <laughs> a gamer. Gamer. Well, th- I, th- I feel like that's better suited for the, uh, breaking news. It's like, oh, we got some breaking news here on the channel. Oh, <laughs> it's about a second behind, but. It works. It works. It works. Um, so in the gaming space, uh, we got a few interesting tidbits here. One of the bigger ones being uh, Lucasfilm Games. Um, it's, has, it's rebranded itself, uh, forming new partnerships uh, in the galaxy. We also got a uh, tidbit that Ubisoft will be making a open world Star Wars game. So the Disney-owned company uh, has announced earlier this week that a new st- uh, Star Wars title from Ubisoft is coming. And an Indiana Jones game is coming from Bethesda. And that's just the beginning. Uh-oh. 
And EA won't have the exclusive rights for that much longer. Yeah, it's, it's cool. coming up. Uh, there are year uh, exclusivity deals coming up. Uh, here, let's see. Yeah, pre- pretty soon. Pretty freaking soon. So I'm, I'm actually really excited. I like how they're, they're rebranding branding back to Lucasfilm Games. That was like before our time. But, you know, before like LucasArts, that's what they were known as. So they're uh, rebranding back to that. Um, I really want to point out this Indiana Jones movie uh, game. I really don't know what it's going to be like um, since Bethesda is now owned by Microsoft. And this is the thing that blows my mind. And I think I sent you a text about this. People like to shit on Xbox so much. They're like, oh, they don't have any exclusive games. Blah, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. And then the minute at this that point, they... it's by choice. Huh? If, at this point, it's by choice that they don't. Yeah, but I'm saying so for... Xbox owns Bethesda, and Bethesda's making this Indiana Jones game, and now all these PlayStation players are saying, whoa, 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 it's a new Skyrim, and, you know, all these new Fallout games are still going to come to PlayStation, and, you know, blah, 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 and then they still shut on Xbox. I'm like, they acquire studios. We do know exclusives are coming. Um, they're just long overdue, but how can you, like, say, oh, well, you know, Xbox sucks, they don't have any exclusive games. And then Indiana Jones comes out, not saying that it is going to be on um, Xbox exclusively. More than likely, I think the realistic approach is going to be Xbox and PC first or just Xbox and PC only because that's kind of the loophole of it being multi-platform without putting it on PlayStation or um, Nintendo's platform. But everyone everyone wants to like shut on Xbox for not having these exclusive games. And then once they do... Everyone gets all up in arms about it. It's like, what? <laughs> like, l- let them do what they're going to do. Personally, I hope they are exclusive. If I if I, if I was Microsoft, if I was Phil Spencer, like, listen, we didn't buy this freaking studio just to have it everywhere. Like, you, you want like, you want people to you know buy it on PC. That that's the biggest market there is right now, anyway. And then you know you have people on on xbox like that's really all you need personally i think i mean yeah more money from playstation whatever whatever but i mean if you want people to play to stay in your ecosystem that's the way to do it you have multiple machines already you have your phone you have your xbox you have your pc it's all there so i don't even think you need to put it on playstation playstation has enough of their own stuff but yeah they can have uncharted huh they can have uncharted (laughs) look at the I, I love Uncharted. I really don't know what this Indian Jones game is going to look like. Personally, I think it's the weirdest piece of news I saw this week. It's just, oh, Indiana Jones game from Bethesda. So, like, but we already have Tomb Raider. We already have Uncharted. I really don't know how, how this is going to work out. But I am excited about this open world Star Wars game from uh, Ubisoft. Uh, I think they've done a really good job with, uh, was it Division? But I'm hoping you can be more than just Jedi. Like, you can't be a bounty hunter. You can be a mercenary, X, Y, and Z. That would be pretty cool. What do you want from the new Star Wars game? Or do you want something? Are you looking for any new or any old uh, titles to kind of, like, return back to into the spotlight? Well, I'm looking forward to playing some Battlefront 2 since it is currently free. Hey, PC Epic Game Store, baby. There we go. Very excited. Although it is 90 gigs. That's kind of rough. Oh, boy. 
Well, it's a good thing I haven't played on my PC in a while, but I'm actually claiming it right now. <laughs> I'm downloading it halfway done. Oh, you're downloading. There we go. I'm placing the order. Thank you. An email receipt has been sent to you. I don't think I ever even played Battlefront 2. Not the new one. I have not either because I just remember so much like discourse, especially with the first one. It was, you know, we, we were all so hyped about it and then like none of us bought it. <laughs> And then Battlefront 2 came out, and that was even somehow worse because of all the microtransactions, the fact that people had spent X amount of money to play as their favorite characters. It, it, it's just, it, it was insane. It was crazy stuff. But um, our last bit of news here. Look at us, Devin. Look at us. 36 minutes in. 36. We're, we're killing it over here. Anyway, we have Cyberpunk 2077. Um, if you don't know about the debacle, I, it, it's just been a mess. Um, they, they screwed the pooch. This game should have been, honestly, it, it should have been, um, delayed even more, but it looks like the PS five and Xbox series X and S versions, uh, updates will not come until the second half of 2021. The second half of 2021, Devin. The only response I had was PC master race. I just the um the CEO of, of CG Project Red basically in that video he came out and said like we were focusing on making it run great on PC and we didn't put as much time into console. It's more as uh, they they didn't put any time into consoles. <laughs> it, I, I'm like uh, clearly that is what happened, but because my experience and even Seth's experience, I don't know how his potato PC even runs it, but he's beat the game <laughs> probably five times by now. I just beat it uh, last week, actually. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, it's a great game. I'm, I'm proud of you, Devin, stepping into the uh, single-player realm. Look at you. As long as it's not um, weird old Assassin's Creed or <laughs> old-world Skyrim, then, yeah, it's entertaining. Oh, see, I love, 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 love Skyrim. So I could, Literally, I, I, I could fire that game right now. Like That game came out, what, 2011? It's been over 10 years. That game is still freaking amazing i love it absolutely love it but yeah so um for everyone out there listening cyberpunk 2077 isn't technically really coming out until 2021 because by that time i guarantee you a lot more people will have xbox series x's and ps playstation 5s or just build a pc and play it now you could could but i can understand why some people prefer the convenience over a PC for us, you know, we're making the big bucks. Well, not the big bucks, but we're uh, doing well for ourselves, I guess. We're 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 both still working, so that's that's pretty much it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, any other? I don't think there was anything else on the on the docket today. To be honest, I think we pretty much covered everything. My um, my promising young woman screening is in a couple hours here. Oh, there you go, man. Do you want to review it? I'm excited. We could. We could. I, I've, I watched it ages ago. I think I still have the screening option for it. Um, if not, I mean, it's it's all over on. Uh... <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Okay. So, anyway, um, that's a wrap for today, everyone. Oh, no. I chose the wrong one. I absolutely hate that. So, um... <laughs> hold on one second. We're going to exit out of that one. Man, that really, really sucks. I hit the wrong button. 
So like, this is playing, and I accidentally meant I, I meant to hit something else. But anyway, Devin, how was your day? I, I'm, I'm so we're, we're gonna keep talking until this <laughs> until this thing goes down. So how was your day, Devin? Because I, I really want to shout this up. Uh, this nice little outro. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Good stuff. It's almost Friday for us. Yeah, that is that is very true. So wait, have you played any other PlayStation games? I just started God of War the other night. Ooh, how you liking it? Um, the the combat in the beginning doesn't feel great, but I've also never played God of War, so it's, it's, it's oh, so you never play. Okay, so so this is a first time for you. So it's like, I mean, the original God of War games are very hack and slash. This one definitely requires a lot more um, patience. It's, it's, it's a lot more strategic for sure. Um, I, the only thing I, the only gripe about God of War I never liked, or the God of War PS4, is the uh, the shoulder buttons are meant for attack. I, th- I mean, you can obviously remap those, but that's the only thing I wasn't super crazy about. But anyway, that's a wrap for today, everyone. Thank you for listening, and make sure to check out the other shows on the Drive-In Podcast Network over on musiccitydriving.com. The link is in the description below. And don't forget to check out our, our WandaVision uh, recap. We're making our um, our nice little return back to YouTube. Um, this coming up Friday on 7 p.m. Central over on our YouTube channel. Um, yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. Be sure to subscribe to us on whatever platform you are listening on. And, you know, chill miss what's coming up on our show. We're, we're doing a lot of good things. Uh, coming up here so that's going to be a lot of fun Uh, that was Devin my name is Christian and we'll see you guys in the next one solid solid